This episode of the Mares in Black podcast is graciously sponsored by Sarah Tregay and Sarah Tregay Custom Mini Model Horses. Stop by her website at sarahtregay.com and check out the wide and colorful selection of her customized stablemate, micro, and curio-sized ponies to add to your collection today. The Mares in Black want you to know that we think black lives matter. People of color matter. LGBTIQA plus lives matter. People with disabilities matter. We think all populations that have been systemically oppressed matter. We hear you. We see you. We know we benefit from these systems and we want to be better allies. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to Mayors in Black. Today, I am Jackie, and today we are joined by Allison Priest, Lynn Eisenberger, and as always, my effervescent co-host, Heather. Hi there. <laughs> this is the podcast uh, by hobbyists for hobbyists, and um, we are here today to talk to Allison and Lynn about their upcoming collectability show. Hey! Hey! Hi! 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 <laughs> Remember, they can't see you. <laughs> right. You would think I would know this. <laughs> so uh, they're here to talk about their show, uh, The Fabulous Show. But we wanted to, if you don't know them, we want to get uh, get them familiarized with the audience first. So Allison, why don't you start with a little summarized version of your hobby journey? Yeah. So um, I was just a horse nut. My mom always says from the second I came out into the world, um, I did not grow up in an animal family. So it was kind of strange for them, I think, initially. Um, but yeah, horse nut from immediate earth journey onward. And so I think I was like eight or nine and my parents gave me a little bit saddlebred. And that's kind of what started it. I went downhill from there. I don't think they knew what was going to happen off of that one little horse. <laughs> um, uh, and it, but it really wasn't until, gosh, probably like high school before I became aware of the hobby, like the really the major hobby side of it. They were just toys to me before that. Um, and I had a friend that I met in high school that went to Briarfest and she invited me one year. And so we made oh, it our... Yeah, and it really went downhill from there for everything. Um, <laughs> uphill, actually, but my parents were a little perplexed by it. Um, and we ended up finding some little local shows at like tack shops near us. Um, and that's what introduced me to the whole showing side of things. And I, I really got crazy at that point, dove right into it. I've always been an artsy person. So she and I would make tack together. Um, I didn't really do customizing much because that was pretty daunting to me at the time um but yeah that was that was how I got into it I took a break like a lot of people do um when I was in college uh I skipped a couple of years of Briarfest but that felt so dirty to me and so wrong <laughs> it just every year when July hits and the lighting is just so it's like I need to be with plastic pony people <laughs> <laughs> so I I got back into it uh and got extra crazy, but I got, I got really interested in the history side of things. So everybody kind of finds their own area of interest. And that really spoke to me. And I think maybe that has to do with just my, my background is in documentary storytelling. So I think for me, it kind of ties in with that because I can learn the stories of our history of the hobby. And I love that. So and I love the thrill of the chase, going to antique malls, that sort of thing. And that's kind of how Lynn and I connected. Um, I had gotten to a point in the hobby where I still loved going to shows, but shows were getting so serious to me um, and just general life was getting busier. And my thought was my hobby needs to be fun. It can be serious, but it needs to be fun too. And I had had one show that was just so not fun um, that I got really upset at. And I was like, no, this is not how it needs to be. It should be fun. So I want to promote fun in the hobby. So I did this whole Muncie model horse meetup thing. And Lynn came to the very first one and we connected and just started talking about history and collectability. And here we are several years later. And the rest, as they say, is history. Woo. <laughs> So would you say collectability is kind of your niche within the hobby or do you have several, like what, 
what are your yeah. pursuits and the hobby? What do you enjoy currently? Um, I think that's always like my main interest, but I'm not, I'm not one of these, I, I'm not someone who has deep, deep pockets. So the way I uh, approach it is probably a little different than some folks. Um, obviously. So the, the joke with Famulus is actually the family, family Arabian mare is one of my favorite molds, uh, which, <laughs> you know, she's not a super showable mold by any means, uh, unless you have one that's a specific rare one. But I try to just go with where my interests are right now. So collect collectability is definitely always there. Um, I, eh, tech making, I prefer to do for myself at this point, cause it just gets too much when I'm having to do it for other people, which I did do that for a while. Um, and I'm approaching painting the same way. I love painting. Um, love the once a year craze in February where everybody <laughs> paints together. Um, but again, I'm trying to keep it. So it's fun. That's kind of my theme for everything whatever I'm doing in the hobby, it needs to be a fun thing for me. So. Yep. Understandable. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lynn, you're up. Tell us about yourself. Okay. So my dad got me a running foal in wood grain after I had to have some dental work done and, re and suggested I name it needles to connect to the dental appointment as well as to the racehorse. And they like Allison, they were toys. I was uh, subscribed to Horse and Rider magazine back then. And in 1970, they had an article um, with um, Ellen Hitchens and Simone Smeljanic's um, Club International Model Photo Horse Showers Association, IMPHSA. Mm -hmm. And Judge, I think it was Don Burt, I think, who wrote for the magazine, had judged their world championship show. <laughs> I'm looking at these models and there's an adios knee deep in grass with this saddle on there's a, um, a Beswick Appaloosa first generation Alcumberry Hill that belonged to Linda Walter oh wow uh, and I was oh, just wow. looking at these and going oh my gosh so they had a place where you could write to Ellen and I wrote to her and ended up joining her club and started photo showing in the 70s um which was a whole lot of fun. And, and I still have a lot of the results sheets because we would type them up using um, carbon paper. Oh, gosh. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's fun to look at some of the names that are on there, some of whom, some people who are no longer with us, others who still are and are still in the hobby. So hmm. anyway, I did a lot of photo showing. And then I did not do any live showing because my parents said I had to make a choice. I had real horses that I was also showing. And they said, we just can't take you both places. I didn't yeah. have a driver's yeah. license at the time. And so I chose to show my live horses live and photo show the models. <coughs> and um, ended up going off to school, met my husband, got married. We started our family. And I still collected, but I wasn't you know, even photo. Well, I was photo showing a little, but then I, I discovered live showing close to me and now I had my own driver's license and I had my own car and I could make my own decisions and go where I wanted to. And I started live showing and that just being going from the days when you wrote somebody and you included a self-addressed stamped envelope. So they write you back and you had to wait all that time. Going from that to seeing people in person, you could talk to right there. You could, you didn't buy models off a sales list that you'd never seen the horse. You just hoped it was okay. You could buy them in person. Oh my goodness. Live showing was so much fun. And so I've live shown ever since, held some shows too. But as I've gotten older, I really, maybe it's because I'm vintage myself. <laughs> I kind of enjoy the collectability aspect. I mean, I still have my carpet herd. Yeah. And they yeah. are. I told Allison, I pulled one out yesterday and I kissed her on the nose, you know, and I, I do that. Uh -huh. I my carpet herd. But they're important to me. They're, they're, horses are a big part of my life. These models have been with me since I was very young and I'm still able to enjoy them. And some yeah. of them, you know, most of them are pretty beat up, but a lot of my carpet herd, still has some value and so it's fun for me the collectability aspect 
Um, I enjoy the briars, of course, and I like the chinas. I have some Hagenranikers, um, not an extensive collection, but I have some. And one of my biggest grails I ever got, and I got it from Simone about two years before she passed away. She sold me her Beswick Appaloosa. The, it, there are uh. two. I had the second one, which isn't nearly as well done. She sold me hers. And now that she's gone, not only it is, is it a model I always wanted, it's also, it was her model. And that's important to me. Oh, for mm -hmm. sure. I, yeah. yeah. So, I just got Liz's horse, Saracen, and he just, it was one of her favorite models that she created. And I'm just so pleased to have him. But something struck me while you were talking before we transitioned to talking about the show is you were talking about transitioning from SASEs and stuff like that and seeing people in person. What is it like going from a hobby that was SASE to everything being on the internet now? Because you literally have seen it almost from start to current. So what are your impressions of, the, of how the hobby has changed? I think it's changed um, for the better in many, many ways. I love the communication. I love that I can just talk to Allison several times a day. Um, and for free, you know, it used to be phone calls you had to yeah. pay long. Yeah. You had to know, wait till after 11 o'clock to get the. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> you know, and I like that. I like that we can gather together. I love Briarfest. I love, I love all of that. The downside for me is maybe it's less personal to me because we are so big now. What were there? A thousand people at the first Briarfest or so, if I remember, mm. you know, and, and look at how big it's gotten. I think that's a good thing and I'm glad it's grown and so many people enjoy it, but I find it harder sometimes to connect. And maybe part of that too is being older. I'm not one who watches YouTube videos mm. and those kinds of things. You know, I, I, it's, that's just not something I, I care to do. Um, so there are aspects of the hobby that I don't maybe fit into, but having said that, I love all the aspects, you know, you've got collectability, you've got your showers, you've got your resin collectors, you've got your painters, you've got your artists who sculpt, you've got your medallions, you've got tack makers, you've got so many things. It's like, there's something for everyone. If you're a horse lover, there is something for you in this hobby. And that I really appreciate. Yeah, I agree with that. And, I, mm -hmm. you know, I hear sometimes people say, you know, you have to have a lot of money to be in the hobby. And I try to or I try to argue that point all the time. You really don't. Um, it just it just depends on where you focus your energy. Um, I've had a ton of time in my life where I've just not had the budget to put large sums of money right. in. And I mean, I, some of my more valuable horses I've found for five, ten dollars max. Um, and it's just uh, I think if you focus on just that, I must, you know, consume as much as possible that I think that's maybe oversharing of communication in our hobby. And I think that's just natural, not just in the hobby, but in the world right now, because we have so many ways to connect with people constantly. But I think if you bring it back down and think, OK, what am I focusing on? Uh, how can I have fun with this? It shouldn't, it doesn't have to cost tons of money. I mean, some of the, some of the, uh, the intro, the, the price points for introduction on some of this stuff has also changed. Like when I was photo showing, you had to actually take pictures and then you had to yes. get them developed and then you had to yep. hope they came out. And I would develop, like I would get four sets of images yep. so I could show multiple shows at right. one time because it could take a month or so to get your pictures back sometimes they never came back you know and now everybody has a really nice camera on their phone yep. it's yep. a better camera than what i was taking pictures with you know right away if it was if your picture is garbage or not you know you can crop it you can color adjust it you can you know there's a and you can do all that stuff for free like yeah. once you have the phone you have all that extra power which kind of makes that that more accessible there's also always been like there's a real research into this hobby and if you want to yeah. go diving into pedigrees or collectability or like there's you can do that also it doesn't is not very expensive yeah. yeah and i think i i love that we're seeing a lot of younger people 
continue to come into the hobby, at least that's my perception. One of my favorite Briar Fest memories, I was in my hotel room and I looked outside my window and there was a, a girl probably eight or nine and she had a brand new Briar in her hands and she hugged it and she turned around and she danced across the parking lot with it. And yeah. I thought, that's the hobby. That's, yeah. that's yeah. it right there. The love someone can have for these horses and feel it through these, these model horses. Well, and I think if you have kids that are like me, you know, I, I'm not the only person I've heard where parents have said, oh, they came out of the womb loving horses. My mother has said the exact same thing. I but think, you know. If you don't have access or the means to get to live horses, I mean, I didn't really have the means to be around live horses a lot when I was young. The hobby is a door into that world and lets you express that love and passion for these amazing creatures. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think um, at, talking about the kids and that's an entree that's a whole nother world, right? The the world mm -hmm. of Instagram and uh YouTube and TikTok for, for the younger, the hobbyists, which I think there's been a real big explosion of in the last, you know, five, five years or so. But Jackie and I were sitting on, you know, at the covered arena, there's that grassy knoll that goes down to where the blow up jumper is. It was one of the first years that they were hosting the YouTube get togethers. It was the and, 25th anniversary, Briar. Yeah, we were, we're already in our there surrounded by this. our bags of celebration <laughs> horses, blah, blah, blah. And all they're, they're just this huge crowd of kids and they were taking video and doing all sorts of other stuff. And at one point they said something to all these kids and they held up their models in the air and started jumping up and down. And I swear to God, Jackie and I almost cried. We were like, that is it. We did. That is <laughs> it right there. That is the joy of collecting model horses. Like we were, and for that minute, we were so wistful about not having that resource when we were their age, you know? So yeah, it was pretty funny. And, and it was a beautiful moment, I thought. Like, it yeah. was like, oh, my God. Like, this is going on beyond us. This is beautiful. Right. <laughs> well, and we do hope it will go on beyond yeah. us. You know? I can't imagine it's not going to. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's, it, it's I think it's exponentially grown over, you know, horse nut populations if it was just a steady, you know, growth. but. Yeah, I think it's here to stay. I'm glad it's here to stay. It's good, clean, fun for the most part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and there's so much talent coming up too. I mean, oh my, my gosh, gosh. Yeah. I try to always encourage folks, you know, when I meet them, younger folks, if they're customizing and stuff, I mean, there are some amazing talents coming up that are very young. And it's, yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see in the next five to 10 years with well, just even seeing all the students. best customs contests that they just loaded in, oh you know, from oh reference, the, the deadline yeah. was yesterday and yeah. it's just, I, this year is stunning. Like every year, I think it can't get better. And every year I'm wrong. This year, especially yeah. with the, the extreme customs is just, wow. Yeah. You know, and the finished work, wow. Like, I think know, if we. If we go back even in history of the hobby, I think back to like looking through the hobby horse news, like the mm -hmm. black and white copies that they'd hand oh, out yeah. for free at Briarfest when I first started and look at thinking about the customs then, which were amazing then. But to think where we've come from there to where we are now, I mean, it's I mean, we basically have little live horses they just need to start breathing <laughs> I mean, these horses get confused for real horses in photos on social media now it's it's yeah, spectacular I mean, it's, it's amazing hard. and it was so funny to watch eleanor you know who's who's uh, a curator to try and struggle with where model horses fall into the lexicon of art right it, now it's it 20 years ago that yeah, I know, she was like is it folk art is it you know why is it pal? i don't know <laughs> but all right, let's transition to your show. Because, All right. Uh, yes. I am, I am, uh, I think your show sounds really fun and really unique. So uh, can one of you give us kind of uh, the inception of the show and an overview of what it's about? Allison, uh, you can do it or you want me? I'll start. You cut in too, okay? Oh, um, I think it initially came from uh, when I was meeting Lynn at the Muncie Model Horse Meetups because she and I just really... I feel like we connected pretty quickly. Yeah, we we got really along good. really well. Yeah. Um, and just, we had similar 
feelings about things in the hobby. My goal was like, oh, I want people to have more fun. Remember, it's a hobby. Um, but also, hey, there's this really cool history. And I think she and I had talked about uh, wanting to do something to help maybe nurture the younger generation coming in and how how can we show them that it's, yeah, showing is can be serious, but it should be fun. And that, I think that those conversations are where Famulus started to be born from. Right. And we both love collectability. Um, and as she said, the kids part, I'm a teacher. Um, I'm retired, but I taught. And, you know, we, we wanted, we want to keep the hobby going. And we are actually holding the show we both would love to attend, except we can't. Right. Oh my gosh, I hear that. I'm so <laughs> mad. I have the best shows and I'm always mad I can't go to one. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, kind of I, same thing. Deal. We're hoping someone else will pick up the idea and run with it. But, you know, we, and we tried, you know, we had to think this through because what's collectible? Where do you draw the line? What's vintage? What do you do? And, and we felt um, we could handle the briars and the chinas pretty well. And then the vintage customs on, oh my goodness, you should have seen what came out to our first show. It was incredible. The Mm -hmm. early, I mean, hobby history right there on this show. Yeah, sure. So, Uh, so, so is that the brief? It's, uh, it's OF collectability for Briars, OF collectability for China and vintage vintage customs. customs. Right. I love that. That's amazing, yeah. actually. Yeah. Well, and I, actually, I, we're starting to get old enough to have vintage resins too. Like I yeah. bought my first resin yeah. in '95. Yeah. Mine was American Beauty by uh, Chris then Nantels, Chris Flint now, but that was in '94. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was of uh, WV Vigil. I still have him. Oh wow! Yeah, I painted him myself. He was a big <laughs> deal that I remember. Yeah, him. He was a I, huge deal. I yeah. still think Vigil's a, a, an amazing piece. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's very cool. Yeah. He was like the performance guy back in mm-hmm. the day. I have an early Palomar Elite by Captain. Oh, Bruno. nice! Oh, wow. Yeah, the main is is braided kind of in yep. triangles. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember Palomar Elite. And when it, when it came out, star dapples on it. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah. when and where is the show? The show is being held in Allison's hometown of Muncie, Indiana, on August sixth. Woohoo, Muncie! Nice. We like to also refer to it as Funcy, so this goes in with the whole theme of fun. Uh, <laughs> some of the Ball State Cardinals, which David Letterman famously says is the Harvard of Muncie. So <laughs> there you go. So let's talk yeah. divisions and class lists. Like um, I know we talked about what the what the major pieces parts of it are. So tell us how you're breaking all that out. So we kind of, we wanted to, well, we, we were trying, okay, we started out talking about, it was so much to, to even break down. Cause we basically just started talking about, oh, what would our dream be to show in a dream collectability show? Um, and I think we both were saying, wow, there's this horse I've always, I've always would like, I'd always love to bring out, but there's never appropriate classes for it. So we tried to come up with stuff based off of some of those dreams, I think initially. Right. Um, but again, briars have been around long enough now. It can get a bit overwhelming rapidly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we tried to break it down um, by era first. And then it was like we almost broke it down even more. So what makes oh, this wow. era unique or what are the standout things? Like, in you know, we had flocky. We have a flocky section. <gasps> oh, nice. Um, <laughs> There's an animal section, you know, and and you'll see if you read through our class list. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. You've got to tell them some of the titles. <laughs> Again, the theme of fun comes into play here. We tried to to play with our section names and and things like that. So, you know, we have the Briar Critters and Things division, uh, but if you look within that, we've got the Flock and Flare section oh my god <laughs> uh because you know there's flockies but you know we have lamps we have original packaging you know what what can we say well that's flare so no, flock and flare um got the decor section of course um i think we had some more fun as we got like in 
to the eighties era. I think we cut, didn't we have a stirrup pants division or something? Leg warmer <laughs> Are years. you kidding? The leg warmer it. years. Yeah. Stirrup pants ponies, which is the nineties. <laughs> yep. Made a hay net division, and I give Allison credit; she came up with these, not me. I came up with Famulus just as a joke, which we ran with. She did all the other stuff. She is so clever. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Yeah, we've, in the we've med, got the, the Zoom section. Division, you have the the Zoom section, yes. the Are We There Yet section, and the uh, you know, like divided up by eras. I love it. Yeah. Because you know, when you get to the end of a, a show day, aren't aren't we all going? Are we done yet? Even though we yeah. love it, I mean, it's like, are we there yet? Yeah, there's. I've always called it the phenomena of the lull at about three thirty at a show where everyone's tired and we're in those home stretch, and it, it goes weirdly silent yes. for about yes. forty five minutes. <laughs> yes, and then that's when the giggles start. That's when people just right. start getting hysterical for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have lots of things going on with this show, too, to create hysterics, I think, as well. So. <laughs> and again, Allison is the one who comes up with those ideas. We also try to include people like last, well, we last, our first show was our last show in 2019. The pandemic took us out. Sure. Mm. But because it's the fabulous show, we had... Um, bring your favorite, was it your favorite model, Allison, or was it your favorite fan? Um, it was your favorite Sam, I believe. Because okay. then we had then, stories. People wrote stories. Oh, about I love that. Lunch, and then they had little cups and you were given five markers and you could vote however you wanted. Everybody who was there could vote for what they thought was first, second, third, and fourth. So, and that awesome. was a lot of fun. And some of the stories you read and, and old pictures of one of the showers who was on a beach, I think, wasn't she, Allison? But she had that actual model on the beach with her. And yeah, from when she was with her as a, as a child. In the 70s, you know? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was so cool. So Allison has something up her sleeve this time. I'm not sure. Are you ready to talk Should about it? Should we fully share it? I mean, I, that's why Stan showed up in the background a little while ago, because um, I, I forgot to bring it up. This okay. is just a prototype. Sorry, folks listening. We'll just have to describe this, but yeah. this is... It's one of our zany send, ideas. Send me a picture and we'll put it on the blog when we publish the episode. Yeah. Okay. Well, if, if folks, yeah, you want to explain why it happened? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is being held in, in Stan's church and it's an old church. And when they were modifying it to, for just people with disabilities, they just took a staircase and turned it into a ramp. And oh dear. Oh my goodness. There's no so, way it's up the road. There is an elevator in the building. Roller to get coaster down to so anyway, everybody was laughing about that ramp the whole time. I mean, it's like this. It, it is, is very it steep. Is steep. That's <laughs> that gave us an idea. Go ahead, Allison. Why don't you share what you Yes. Done? So um Lynn and I just have these fun conversations where we just brainstorm randomly. And I said, you know, I have a whole bunch of family Arabian stallions that you know, folks have donated to us for price creation use and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not sure what to do with the, you know, what should we, we've started talking about this ramp. And so this is just a prototype. This is not the pretty version that everybody will see. But if you saw our little teaser trailer for the Famula show introducing, like, you know, when we were taking entries, you might've seen this guy like roll by in the, in the shot. Um, but we're basically going to do like boxcar derby with family Arabian stallions yes. down this ramp. And we're going to have different heats throughout the day. So it's just going to be like a nice pause. I so everybody this. can pause from serious showing for a moment to just have some fun for a minute or two off and on throughout the day to give some giggles and, you know, maybe oh, some prizes pri- too. Is there a prize for the, oh. whoever has the horse that makes it through the most intact at the end of the day? Oh my <laughs> God. There will be prizes. <laughs> so it's, it's actually what she's done is she's fixed a uh, family Arab stallion to a platform with wheels, kind of like a I pine derby. And we're going to race them down that ramp. Yep. And they'll look, this is just a plain, this is, like I said, this was just a prototype. Really slapped wheels. Yes. Well, it's going to be very cool when it's done. This was just the initial prototype that my uh, brother-in-law built with me. We're actually going to put fins and all kinds of, it's going to be painted up and jazzy. And I believe there's going to be costumage too, possibly on the horse. I love it. I love it. 
So, and they have their own lead ropes that'll all be different colors. So that's one of the many fun and silly things we will have at the Famulus show this that year. That is fantastic. <laughs> well, you just got to see the ramp and then you'd get why we had to run with this idea. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't please, please I, video that. Because oh, we that will. Yeah, we, maybe please. we'll do like a, an Instagram live or a Facebook live for there, one of the heats that day. Because, yeah. yeah. It definitely, you definitely need a highlight reel for YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> And, and to uh, Stan, Stan recommended we get some pool noodles to catch them at the base so they don't yeah. just keep flying. So. Don't hit the wall. And- right. <laughs> We're going to have a couple of extras just in case something happens and somebody breaks down, like in the, you know, fall, flies off their wheels or something. So. Seems likely. <laughs> yeah, call Haggard and see if they have an ambulance available. Exactly. <laughs> I really love that you guys are given a whole like section to the animals. I think that's amazing. They don't get out enough in shows. Cows and pachyderms and piggies. That's such a great section. No, and they don't get to show a whole lot. No, they don't have them. And you know they sit in our shelves, and we love them there. But here's a chance for you to bring out all those those things that you never ever get to show. So. Because again, I think it's a nice opportunity um, for folks maybe that aren't familiar with all that stuff. If they attend the show, they can learn more about sure. the history that way yeah. too. Sure. So. Sure. Yep. So, um, what are the prizes and awards? I love how you branded the show with the blue and yellow. I'm sure that's not an accident. Um, and it <laughs> looks like you're very picked together with your vision of how your your scheme and your branding works together. So, what can people expect? Just as um, prizes within the show, not giveaways and stuff like that, for winning a class, winning a section, winning an overall. Well, I'm in charge of ribbons. Um, they I look fantastic, by they the way. Do. Thank you. Yeah, I ordered some more today. We have, of course, I I prefer, and I know Allison does too. We prefer real ribbons, not the mm-hmm. cardboard. You know, we'll take cardboard for sure. But for our show, we wanted to have, you know, the real ribbons. So we have first or six flats. And then um, for the sectional champs, we have, um, they're flats, but they're long with a triangle top. And the back is white. And for the, the champ, it's blue. And then for the reserve, the, the front ribbon is yellow. So it's like a double layer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they're real pretty. We tried to go with kind of vintage looks, even sure. with the ribbons. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and then we have rosettes for the section cha- or the overalls dance, and they're blue and yellow, and they kind of have pointy. Oh, there's pictures of them on the website. I don't know how to. It's sort of like a star almost, don't you? Think yeah, yeah. And yeah, then it's a ruffled rosette. It's a star. Yes. This year we're doing grand and reserve grand, and those are bigger. They're 18 inches long, and the grand is purple and white, mm-hmm. and the reserve is lilac and white, and they mm-hmm. they look gorgeous. They look really pretty. So nice. And then there's usually so we did uh, we also did um, sparkly gold family Arabian mares <laughs> last time. <laughs> she will be a different fabulous fam this year because you know fabulous fabulous she's right. got to be fabulous um she'll be a different color this year but it will be a surprise and but it will nice. be fabulous whatever it is so <laughs> neighbors love it when she's preparing awards they watch her spray paint in her backyard and ask less questions right Allison? Oh. I got a lot of questions the last time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Me laying in the grass, look, making sure things are on evenly and people are just like, what are you? Okay, Wait, what are, you doing? are you okay? <laughs> you need lady. Do you need help? I've had actually somebody walk by and asked if I was okay. Before, <laughs> so like, no, I'm just, there's so many ways I could answer that, sir. To my childhood. Thanks. <laughs> we, we not only are holding a show, we hope people will have fun. We're having a great time just getting ready for it. And, <laughs> yes. and that's what you hope this is all about is to me, the bottom line besides horses in this hobby is friendship. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, boy, Allison and I are having a 
great time. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to distract from your show, but I was buying all the gift bag stuff for the, uh, for the resin show. And I just went on Orion Trading Company and some other places and went nuts. Instead of all the jackets, I got yeah. I was like of rubber ducks. Oh, I I sent her a beer hat. (laughs) Three beer hats. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we were we were away in Tennessee like that week, and I got home and it looked like a warehouse. I was like, "What is happening?" Surprise! Along those lines, we definitely will have like we did a a goodie bag for every entrant last Mm -hmm. time. Um, and I also did a medallion for our last show. It was the first time I had ever sculpted something nice. like that. And I learned how to cast all for that. Nice. Um, and we're going to probably, you will probably see another medallion for entrance this time. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sculpting them. I have <laughs> spoken to another local hobbyist here in town, uh, Megan Smith, and she's working on oh, a good. little something, oh, uh, because again, new artists with extremely amazing talent so love megan uh so there will be some surprises there and then you know you were talking about the oriental oriental trading company i just ordered stickers so there's gonna be stickers and (laughs) who knows what else will show up so (laughs) action stan will be back uh in person as well as his doll form and he will be in the, the doll form will be in the photo booth and we have a real cute um, Jennifer Buxton last last time made us little bags that he could hold, you know, tote bags that have right. a logo on it. She gave those to us. And so you can have your your model's picture taken with with the doll. And maybe I don't know, Allison, would it be game for having your picture taken with the real action stand? I mean, Stan will never say no was to any say, kind of attention. Stan's so. a hand. <laughs> yes, he is. And he's a really good announcer. He keeps the oh, show. Oh, yeah, he's amazing. Oh, yeah. And he's that, hilarious. And he has all these whistles and bells. And Yeah, oh, Stan yeah. is definitely not the typical model horse show announcer. There Again, we go with fun. He's, he's a bit extra. So... <laughs> That's not a problem. It is, not, it is hilarious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so l- let's talk um, about the judges. Who uh, do you have everybody or can you talk about who you do have? I'm assuming you're, you're probably almost all the way there with your judging compliment. Yep. yep. Everybody's set. You want to talk about them, Lynn? Sure. We have, um, let's see, I'm not sure I remember all the divisions. We've got Liz LaRose, who is mm. doing our China's. We have Liz Corey, who is doing the Briar Critters and Things. Jamie wrote, uh, she just about horses, I think. I think so. Otomer, I think, is the Meta division. And then Kelly Corber Weimer is doing our customs. That's a really good slate. That's a great slate. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, we. they're good judges, and while we're having fun, we also want, if you win something, we want you to know you really did earn it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Judging, judges are important. They, they are, are important. Yeah. They are. And uh, so we have confidence in them. There's a, if you go to the website, the Fabulous website, there's bios of all of them up, and you can learn a little bit about them. And Allison played a little bit of a trick on Liz Corey. Liz, mm-hmm. I don't uh, know if she's seen it yet. Has she? Has she really? She, had, she saw it last she, night. She did. Okay. <laughs> Liz was at my house. I have a little house pony party every year, and she had come to it. And I live near Purdue University. She went to Iowa, and it happened mm-hmm. that weekend they were playing football. So she's decked out in this Iowa T-shirt, and um, had her picture taken. Well, that's the one she submitted for her bio. And Allison, using all her skills, it's changed now a producer to Purdue <laughs> and posted it up there. And uh, Liz enjoyed that little joke. I don't know. Are you gonna <laughs> I don't think it needs to change. I think it's good how it is. That was, <laughs> that was nice. And in the preview shot of her, it's the Iowa sweatshirt. Yeah. But when you yeah. click in for the full thing, it's the Purdue one. So. It's just evil. <laughs> No, I mean, have you funny. just shot? We, Texas we love over you, that. Liz. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. 
So, so what are you, what are you, oh, sorry, go ahead. Liz. No, I was just going to say, I think we have a really good slate of judges. Yeah, I mean, clearly, I, I the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, when is this? <laughs> I would say, I, I, come I, we're, on. We're, we're going to be in Lancaster with the accordion player that weekend. Or I was like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, auction, raffle, giveaways, what's all flying around on the side for people to uh, get excited about? Yeah, so we're just now starting to work on uh, our raffle for the year. So we're actually open to accepting donations. So if folks want to donate to that, that would be awesome. We had <laughs> we'll a really send, great we'll raffle We'll send you a bag time. of swag. Thank we you. Would Thank we would you. love it. Yeah. I uh, got some some vintage tack from Christine Holt. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful, and some of that is going to be in there. Beautiful Arab halters and stuff from the 90s and early 2000s. Um, We've got some posters and some other things that people have already sent. But like Allison said, we're just really starting to ask for help. Are you doing uh, door prizes or anything or just, you know, giveaways like that? Like, you know, hey, pull a name out of a hat. You want a freaking box of mini winnies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I, I'm smirking at this because last time we kind we had some games um, that we played. Cause again, I had a lot of, uh, I had some amazing folks that donated some great family, family Arabians to us as bodies. So, you know, we were saying, well, we've given the mares out, but we've got foals, we've got stallions. Maybe we should try to have people aim for a complete fabulous set of family. <laughs> um, so we had, didn't we have kind of like a find the family Arabian foal yeah. and we yeah. stuck uh, silhouettes of family Arabian foals all over the show hall in different areas. Oh, and you had like to turn Baldo. in exactly. <laughs> and you had to turn in um, the number that you thought was there. And so closest one, you know, one of foal. Um, so we will definitely have some fun shenanigans like that again for nice. Prizes. Yes, we will. Um, so you talked about action stand being there. You talked about the fam racing or the bass <laughs> racing, actually. Is there any other zany stuff people can expect, uh, to go on or, uh, any, like any guest appearances or, you know, well, three of our judges, Steph and Liz and Jamie, when they found their friends from Great Lakes Congress, GLC, when they found out they were all judging, had been asked to judge and had agreed. They called themselves the trio of terror. <laughs> so oh. after, they're planning something. Uh, we are ready for you, ladies, if you are. I was going to say. If maybe we ought to do something for them. I mean, we've already changed Liz's T-shirt to uh, the wrong school. Maybe we'll come up with something else we can do for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will have fun classes during the lunch break. Yeah. Um, we don't serve lunch just because. Uh, that's just an extra thing that people have to really focus on but we give lunch time so you can go get lunch or bring your own lunch and eat it and then we have some fun classes in between like we had talked about last time we did that uh your favorite fam story sort of thing and we've got some different classes this well, tell time about the briar fest one we idea we just had yeah we were talking about uh was it by like a class for what did you just buy in the chin like did you oh, have a vintage <laughs> find in the chin <laughs> we're uh, close. i mean we're only a couple weeks after briar fest oh we yeah totally so so that's yeah that's that is probably likely going to be one of the fun ones uh so yeah there will there will be fun in between we try to squeeze in silliness whenever we can because again it it helps break up any seriousness of the day so yeah. Above all, we hope people just enjoy bringing out their really incredible models and have fun being together with other hobbyists who appreciate a good vintage model. Yep. Nice. Nuts and bolts of the show. Uh, Where do you enter? What are the fees? All right. So we've got a website up, which is fabulousshow.com. And the entry form and all the entry information is up on the website. Uh, there's a clicking link that you click on and it'll download the entry form. You just email that to our email address and then you can either send a check or do PayPal. 
and that's how you enter. And, and is that six, also how you get the, oh, I'm sorry. Is that sorry, also how you get the show packet and show information? Yep, that's all on the website? All up on, all up on the website. Yep. But certainly if somebody doesn't really do internet stuff too much, but you have email or have a way to contact one of us outside, I can always send it a different way if needed. Okay. So if you just type in Famulus Model Horror Show, you'll find the website because that's how I did it. <laughs> uh, me too. I was like, there's no, nothing else named this. <laughs> It'll come right up. And it did. It went straight to the page. First link. <laughs> do you have um, an associated Facebook page or is it just the website? We do. We've got a Facebook page and an, a new Instagram page, which I need to really start hitting <laughs> a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that will start coming alive a lot. The Instagram page will come much more to life here in the next few weeks. So yeah. You can check us out on both. We've definitely been getting a lot of followers on there. So thanks yeah. folks for following. Uh, what about NAN qualification? Tell us about that. So we have applied. Um, we were NAN qualified last time. So I don't foresee any issues there. Our paperwork's all turned in. We're just waiting to hear back. Um, I just, I assume with NAN preps and stuff, yeah. things are a little slow at the moment. So yep. Should be good. Uh, what's a, what's the capacity on the whole? How many people can you hold? How many people have you entered? What's the urgency for getting into the show? You want to go on that one, Lynn? Or? Sure. We can hold 31. Is it Allison or is it 30? I think it's 30. 30. Mm. We'll say 30. We, we can hold that. We are not yet sold out. Um, but we, we anticipate that we will, but you can still enter if you'd like. Still taking those entries. And just so people know, the tables are not rectangular tables. They are round tables at our show. Um, and I think we certainly could fit more people than 30 in there. But another one of our dream things that we had always discussed when we were initially starting this is that we don't like feeling crammed at shows. Yeah. That is a major issue, mm -hmm. especially when you have maybe collectible type items. Feeling like this is not good. Mm -hmm. Um, so the round tables give you a lot of space and we try to give pretty good elbow room. And I mean, everybody said pretty consistently last time they appreciated how much space they had. Well, and, and, and COVID too. I mean, the space yeah. is just yep. smart, even right. more important now. <laughs> yeah. And I know I said it earlier, but there is an elevator. Can you take your tubs down that ramp or down the stairs? Yeah, you can, but there is an elevator. So you, it, it is being held in a church basement. The and the elevator, excellent. The, the elevator is right at the entry door right. to the church that you walk in from the parking lot. So it's very easy. Just roll your stuff straight into the elevator and go right down. So, nice. yeah. Is there a deadline to enter or are you just, will you take entries right up to the last minute? If, if you we have, have, if we have, if, if we have availability, sold out. right. Right. Yeah. If we have availability, Yep, we will take them um, and we'll certainly make a waiting list too. Yep. Um, I think we had a waiting list last time. So. <laughs> That's always nice. a good sign. That's good. Uh, yeah. All right. So we're going we're gonna to start wrapping this up. Um, so we're going to summarize kind of all the salient points of the show. Are there any other details you guys need to talk about that we haven't covered? Not that I could think of, Allison. I don't think so. Just. Uh... Be ready for lots of fun and silliness. <laughs> we hope you come and enjoy yourselves. All right. So give us all the uh, the basics again, the date, the location, the website, all that good stuff. The like, elevator pitch. The elevator pitch. <laughs> can I have some call to action? Some, Boom. Can we have some elevator music too? Uh, <laughs> Josh will put it in. <laughs> uh, so again, please come join us for our Fabulous show. It's on August 6th of this year in Muncie, Indiana. Um, it's at High Street United Methodist Church, just in the downtown. Uh, and it is a day of fun zaniness and amazing collectability classes. Hope to see you there. Yay! Yay. All right. And have a fabulous time with us. <laughs> yeah. We Love so it. appreciate you guys joining us. Um, this has been a really fabulous interview. We loved hearing the history up front. Uh, Lynn, we need to get you on just by yourself to talk. Yeah, some I agree. Stuff. I would love to get you and a couple of other first gen hobbyists to come on and and talk through the early of the day. People more than anything on the show are fascinated by 
the really early days of the hobby. So I'd be happy to. That would be if, fantastic. If folks haven't checked it out, they really should read Lynn's blog. Yeah, your blog is amazing. Is so amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Do you, uh, we do this for all the people that come on the show. Do you have anything else you want to pitch? Like, do you want to talk about your blog, Lynn, and give the address to that? Or Allison, do you have an artist page or anything you want to pitch? Um, you could put my blog in there if you wanted to. I do sell pony pouches too, but honestly, I got about all the business I can do. <laughs> well, it tells you how nice they are. Well, yeah. I, I didn't mean that to sound like I'm bragging. I'm just, I started sewing it just because it was fun and I like to play with the fabrics, but I have a, I'm to the point now where I'm just kind of not advertising as much because I can't keep up but I, I have a couple they're nice <laughs> yeah you've given yeah. us you've donated to our shows before and people love their Lynn pony pouches thank you well ask me again I'm happy to donate I found the coolest fabric do you remember it? that mares in black fabric that was the black silhouette of the horse kind of Greek style yes yes it was I wish I could have sold hundreds of that fabric but you guys got it so Nice. <laughs> Lynn, you find the black fabric that's what i called it so she finds the coolest fabric oh, i know i love I the fabric do you know i bought a tablecloth at indie bloom show i was walking by a table and here's this cool fabric and i just said oh that is beautiful where did you get it and she said oh i got it years ago and i said oh i probably can't find it and buy any and she said you could have it and she pulled it right off and gave wow. it so I said, what can I do in exchange? And um, I made her, no, I, she wanted raffle tickets. So I bought her raffle tickets and I got, you never know when you're going to find a cool fabric. <laughs> that was a first. All right, cool. Allison, do you have anything you want to pimp? Um, I do have an artist page on Instagram. It, it doesn't get updated a lot right now just because my job <laughs> is crazy at the moment. Um, but it's Anthropomorphic Studios. So nice. I'll just post stuff whenever I paint things or maybe show some tack eventually so yeah and what's yours horsey mama is that what is that your business horsey so, mama haversack yeah. mercantile and the blog is just horseymama.blogspot.com perfecto thank you jackie do you have anything else for our lovely guests i do not well we want to thank I, you guys for joining us uh oh sorry lynn were you going to say something no, I was just smiling because I was excited to be invited to speak. I, I <laughs> my kids, guess who's going to be on the Mirrors and Black podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap it up. And uh, once again, thank you for coming. And everybody go to the Famulus Show in Muncie, Indiana on August 6th. Huzzah! Thank you. Many thanks to Sarah Tregay and Sarah Tregay Custom Mini Model Horses for sponsoring this episode of Mares in Black. Find all her available miniature equine art at sarahtregay.com and bring home a new member to your herd today. The Mares in Black Podcast, created and hosted by Heather Malone and Jackie Rossi, written by Heather Malone. Produced by Heather Malone, Jackie Rossi, and Joshua Wessner. Edited by Joshua Wessner. Engineered at Two Ton Studios. Fulfillment Enforcer, Jackie Rossi.